Welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast. I am Brett, the John McClain of the podcast. To my left is Jeremy, the Hans Gruber of the podcast. It's, was it Tim? Was it? Oh, gosh, I can't think of his name. Oh, John Clay. Yeah, John Clay. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, John Clay. (laughs) And to my right... The Argyle of the podcast. <laughs> Argyle, isn't he the limo driver? Yep. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Timmy Criddle. <laughs> uh, you're just partying in the limo. Yeah. <laughs> Shots are fired. You don't even notice. It's fine. But you know what? He does. Oh, it's really, Bill Clay. Yeah, Bill Clay. Bill Clay. So he, but he does play a really important role at the very end. So, you know. That's true. You, you have that. All right, so I have the introductory quote, and uh, I'm curious what uh, if Tim's going to get this. I am curious how rusty Jeremy is on this quote. Guilt or innocence, that's not my job. My duty is to pick up scum-sucking punks like yourself who are accused of a crime, and then a jury of 12 really stupid people who are easily swayed by rich, fat, cat, slimy lawyers who will do anything but tell the truth will sit and judge you it's as Amer- as American as a burrito. I I have I don't know off the top of my head, but I I'm I'm willing to wager a guess. Okay. <laughs> Is it loaded weapon? No. Oh. Okay. How about I give you this one? Okay. All right. Your dog has a very surprised look on his face. That's because you're looking at his butt. Oh well, he's definitely not gonna like the treat I just fed him. <laughs> Is that nor- Is that dirty work? No. No. What? wrongfully accused Wrong, oh my gosh yeah i haven't seen nope. that movie forever oh i love that that, <laughs> that is probably one of the most underrated leslie nielsen movies of all time would you say that one or would you say the um the vampire one was oh dracula one? dead and loving it yeah i oh i to me the, i'd like to watch both of them and see which one's better because i don't know off the top of my head which one's better the interesting thing about dracula dead and loving it is i'm not sure iTunes has it available. Like I, I went to check some of the things because uh, I'm constantly stalking iTunes sales, and I swear half of Mel Brooks's catalog is not available to buy on iTunes. Hmm. Wait till he dies, then. <laughs> unfortunately, sadly, yeah. The funny thing is the fun fact about uh, Dracula Dead and loving it, though. So, you, have you seen that show, Criddle? That movie? No. So, um, the guy from Wings, right? He's, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So he goes and he stakes a vampire while they're sleeping and it was unscripted like how much blood was going to come in and only Mel Brooks on the scene knew besides obviously the, the the director and such, the props guy. And so that's why he hides behind the pillar because he knows and the guy that was staking the vampire had no idea that this much amount of blood was going to come out. And then he stakes him again and again, it just comes out. And that's why if you look at the guy staking the vampire in the heart, he's a breaking character. Essentially, he's laughing a little bit because he did not see it coming. Interesting. Uh, I was listening to a, a podcast the other day and, it, you know, uh, Jim Brewer from Saturday Night Live. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I, I was amazed, like. I thought he was like legit, like a stoner guy. Uh-huh. He is like the most family friendly guy. And he actually detests that people associate him with a stoner because of half baked. Really? I've heard some of his comedy. His comedy is still kind of half baked ish. I feel like. <laughs> well, it, I, I, the interview that he did, he just said he just kind of went with it and for a while. And then he just decided this is not me. But, uh, 
but where I was actually getting at is he was taught, he, uh, he had this Norm Macdonald story where Norm Macdonald, there is, he was going to play, uh, you know, the introduction, introductory guide to, uh, tw the twilight zone. And Norm Macdonald just like mailed it in during the rehearsals. And it was like a Chris Kattan like written script. And uh -huh. so Chris Kattan was like ticked. And so just before the live thing, like they're counting down before they just go exactly live. And Norm Macdonald just says something like so insidiously cruel to Chris Kattan. And then they're like, and action. And then he just nails the whole thing. And <laughs> Jim Brewer and a couple of people, if you ever like track it down, are legitimately trying to hold it together because of what Norm Macdonald said moments prior. <laughs> so you don't know which, um, no, but I, I now, I now need to figure this. It, it's a twilight zone skit, oh, okay. but I need to find this because I'm like, I need to see this. That's funny. Yeah. That's I, I can't, I mean, I've heard some of the things like John Mulaney. Well, um, who was it? Bill Hader, uh -huh. when he was on, um, what is that show? What is it called? The news segment? Oh, uh, I don't know. Norm McConnell called it fake news, but. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so the news segment anyway. So uh, John Mulaney was in charge of writing Bill Hader's segment when he appeared on there. He appeared as this kind of like almost, not goth, but some, you know, yeah, kind of gothish uh, character that gives recommendations of what to do in New York City when you're there. And he would change the script last minute and give the cue cards, the cue card guide. And the guy had, and Bill Hader never knew. And so then all of a sudden he, well, I mean, he obviously after time was like, okay, what did John do this time? And as he's reading, he's busting out laughing. He's always covering his mouth because he's trying not to hide. He's trying to hide his laughter because he's like, I don't want to read that kind of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. All right. That was a fun uh, discussion. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yes. Good times. All right. Just to throw it back to Tim, what is your favorite Leslie Nielsen movie? Oh yeah, good question. Good, good stuff. I, I, that's a loaded question. Um, I like Naked Gun. Oh yeah, yeah. Like can't go wrong. No, you. Which can't Naked go. Gun? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I think because I think there is a right answer. I think I think there's a right answer. <laughs> After this, I I need a refresher of your order, Brett, because I know which one's your number one. I just yeah. want to know your two and three mainly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I haven't seen him in so long. So if you ask me, it comes down to like the storylines of, you know, the 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 baseball game, the movie awards kind of thing, and the. Uh, breaking out of prison, and I forgot what they do. No, after well, that. it's the nuclear, uh, the bomb. Yeah, the, the bomb of uh, a energy. Yeah, thing. the en energy. Yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I might have to just go with the first one. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I love them all. But... Okay. Okay. So I mean, Brett's going to pick number that's, two. That's wrong. Yeah. But okay. Um, <laughs> and, and it right, is rightfully two. so. <laughs> so number two is the, to me the best one. It is so funny. I mean, you know, the first one's classic, but in maybe in my defense, I only watched the first one. I watched the first one actually probably last, I think. And I think I like it in the order that I saw. I saw two and a half, which was hysterically funny. I saw the th three, 33 and a third 
which I just, I love the award show. There's so many great lines in the award show, especially revolving around Phil Donahue. I -hmm. just, ah, I love it. And then, you you know, you can't go, you can't go wrong (laughs) with the first one with the whole umpire scene. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it goes two, three, one. one, I agree. Okay. All right. Well, now let's move on to our merit badgers. All right, merit badges. What do we got? What is Taylor doing here? Uh, Get out of here. All right. So I, since I guess I'm probably going to go first on many of these things, I have the I survived the supernatural entity merit badge. Ooh, what supernatural? So, um, did you have to like get one of the Winchester brothers out here? Imagine if you will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um. No, so you know, like the standard like grudge ring yeah. type thing. So the kid, essentially a girl yeah. or a boy. So I'm at school, which kind of like makes the whole thing uh-huh. quite even more p- plausible that it could be a, a young entity, evil murderous enter- entity. So I, I'm going in, I'm on outside duty. I come in, go to the bathroom. I open the door to the bathroom, close it, lock it behind me. And then suddenly the lights go from just, you know, cause it's your standard, you know, neon, not neon light, but, uh, what do I want to call it? I know what you're saying. Yeah. I can't think of it right now. Standard prototypical, typical school light. Yeah. And so I, I close the door and the light goes from being bright to suddenly it just dims and then it just goes and flickers. And I'm sitting there thinking I should probably leave the bathroom right about now. <laughs> like, in all of my horror movie experience, this never ends well for anyone. And the bathroom is the most dangerous place because I feel like even though you got the walls around you, you got to watch your down by your feet and you got to watch overhead. And that's kind of a hard thing to keep watching all those angles. Yeah. And the mirror. And, the, and, the, oh, oh, well, and yeah. so, and I love that you brought up the mirror, Tim, because as I was, so I'm like, okay, no, I live in reality. I don't live in a movie. I think I'm fine. So I, you know, do whatever with the minimal light that I have, the the constant flickering of everything. And I'm like, you know what? I need to wash my hands. There's the mirror right there. Do I dare look into the mirror? And say Bloody Mary. (laughs) Because I'm like, you know, you know, as it's flickering, it's just like, I'm waiting for nothing to be there, nothing to be there. And then bam, it's like over my shoulder. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I quickly washed my hands as fast as possible. You know, I didn't ask. Yeah. Rewind a little bit. Were uh-huh. you in stall or are you in your... Urinal? So it's one of those basically like unit oh. ba- bathrooms. Oh, it's a one... Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I'm back on with you. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was... Uh, at, but you know what? I, I did my business, washed my hands, <laughs> and I got out of there as fast as possible. And I'm like, you know what? I think I just survived a horror movie. <laughs> Gotta say though, the fact that you weren't in like a place that has multiple stalls makes it less scary. For oh me. no, that, Cause, that yeah. Because if I saw like a hand come underneath, like a, especially a kid's hand, if you're in elementary school, a little kid hand comes underneath and like starts crawling up, like all creepy, like like um. Oh yeah, no kids allowed in these bathrooms. And the, and then I would have hurt that kid on accident, and then the parents would have got mad at me, and I'd say, "Hey, your kid scared the crap out of me." And he meowed too. <laughs> <laughs> When I think of the situation, I think I think of poltergeist. Just the whole scene in the bathroom and just oh that scared me when I was growing up. 
Sadly, I've, that's one of my movies that I haven't seen, which I definitely need to. It's on my list. Which is so funny because, uh, what was it? When we were kids, uh, you were way too young for this, but my parents took us to a drive-in movie theater where we saw Spaceball, the first Spaceballs, yes. and it double featured with Poltergeist 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That one's even scary. <laughs> At least they did Poltergeist two after the comedy movie, yeah. because like the kids or whatever. If obviously in the eighties, in yeah, it came out in the eighties. Uh-huh. Baseballs. At least, I mean, obviously, parents brought their kids to those types of movies all the time back in the day. Whole different concept now. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah. thirty minutes into it, and mom and dad just is like, "We we need let's go." <laughs> this was a bad decision. Well, because <laughs> Nikki brought actually like I think like the bishop's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and both of them were asleep. Obviously, you were asleep. And so it was just me, mom, and dad. And I'm just like, I- I'm I'm fine with this. And they're like, No, I don't think we we are fine with this. I'm like, but I'm fine with this. And space balls. It's like Star Wars, but funnier. Oh, no, it wasn't that. It was the... Oh, you left 30 minutes into Poltergeist. Poltergeist, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they were worried about the exposure to space balls. They were. Actually, they were because, you know, all the jokes flew right over my head. Uh (laughs) That's what I I, I lean into as a parent and hope for most of the time. Like, this is over your head, right? You're like, you don't get what's going on. Okay, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. You'll look back on this in 10 years and go, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, what was it? We went on a family trip when we were like 17 and we put it in the video the vcr or whatever and we're watching it i think we were going up to yellowstone and we watched it and i was just like this is now funny for a completely new reason <laughs> that's like most of the movies from the 80s and 90s for me i watch it again as an adult like oh i missed that ace ventura was a whole new meaning with a lot of those jokes yeah it's so funny that you laugh like i laugh because you guys laugh and i'm like it's funny but i don't know why oh yeah all right, my merit badge. Um, I'm. It's going to be called essentially. I picked a bad week for quitting Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh. So wait, does your merit badge look like Lloyd Bridges? Yes, it does, Excellent. and it's upside down drinking a Mountain Dew somehow. <laughs> for all those who don't get that, that's from Airplane, the movie. Fantastic movie. Yes. Anyway, so yes, I've just picked a bad week to stop drinking Mountain Dew. It's been a rough week. Maybe every week's a bad week. To quit Mountain Dew. Uh, the caffeine withdrawals. It was pretty light because I did taper off of like caffeine. And it really helped that I had this horrible Mountain Dew, the blue Mountain Dew. As, Voltage? No, it's like frost. Oh, frost, yeah. So it's a horrible, but if I'm desperate and I needed like some caffeine, I would literally just take a little, as much as I let myself, which is not very much because it's gross. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I got caffeine. I got what I needed. And I'm good. And so... But then I'm so lethargic most days and I'm like, I need, I need it. And then my kids are teething their final teeth. Like, you know, they're two-year-old molars, they say, and they're, they're miserable. And so I'm miserable. And so I need a drink. So I picked a bad week. So Mm. I want to go back and I'm like, is this what addiction is like? (laughs) The fact that I don't want to give it up and I just want to go right back, put it in my veins. You need, yeah. you need to get on the patch. Yep, there you go. <laughs> I need the Mountain Dew patch, aka caffeine patch. <laughs> it's hard for me because I, I work around a fountain all day. And so it's just easy for me just to go. Mm-hmm. So it's. That would be rough. It's rough. 
that would be really rough for me, especially if it's dialed in or if you have the ability to mm-hmm. dial it in yourself. Because then I'd be like, let's get it just right. Oh, yeah. Daddy like it. Okay. Um, so my merit badge this week, um, I got the uh, How I Met Your Mother merit badge. Ooh. Ooh do tell. <laughs> it's very self-explanatory, but I finished How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> oh. I was like, I thought like you would like, wait, a conversation with your parents so. or something. <laughs> Are you t- so you're asking your kids if you can marry Robin? Is that- <laughs> so somebody who has watched it like a decade after it ended, how do you feel about the last season? I, I got honestly bored. Okay, like I they could have completely cut that all out and I would have been just fine. Yeah, but I liked it up until I think it was like the wedding ish or something in the last season. I didn't like how they slowed down time in the last season. Oh, yeah. It took, was like, what was it, three days? Yeah, like three days for the full season. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I watched the other day, because right now Neil Patrick Harris is doing a whole, um, what do they call it, junket, a press junket where they go around doing interviews everywhere for his Netflix show. So he, if somebody asked him in Variety, he said, hey, what what is an ongoing bit on um, How I Met Your Mother that probably nobody caught? And he goes, that Barney never could grasp how to use chopsticks. And so if they show a real quick rewind of all these episodes with him fumbling with chopsticks in the background Um, and all this stuff. And then it was like one, he's at a restaurant and he's using (laughs) both hands. I do remember that one, but I don't remember that. That was interesting. Interesting. Anyways, if you ever want to go down a spiral too, go on YouTube and type in like how he met your mother, like hidden stuff. There is a lot like, um, there's a countdown that they've figured out till, um, spoiler alert, uh, Marshall's dad dies. I saw that. I remember seeing that. Yeah. That was crazy. Like there's every, every episode had a number that was slightly getting less and less. It was, you know, differently laid out and different, but that's how they did it. Interesting. So they have a whole bunch of those that are over everybody's head that oh, I think only most of them, I think people who have way too much time figure out and, or somebody leaked it. Interesting. Yeah. I, do you know the interesting thing? So think, think back about the, the whole series of How I Met Your Mother. Me and Jeremy, I, I got Jeremy into oh, How yeah. I Met Your Mother. But here's the weird thing. It had been on for like three seasons by the time I got on to it. And I happened to be home from college and I'm sitting there just going through each channel. And of course, you know, with like 170 channels, there's nothing on. And for some reason, I see on the Lifetime channel, How I Met Your Mother. And I'm like, Lifetime. I know, like, right? It was on Lifetime. It was three on years. Lifetime. And so, and I happened to turn onto the one where Ted and Marshall have their friendship with the I Would Walk 500 Miles cassette <laughs> tape. That hooked me. It was on demand. Jeremy came home. I'm like, you need to watch this show. This is the episode that you're going to be watching. He watched it and he's just like, where is this show on? I go Lifetime and he's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we ran out of on-demand shows and somehow, uh, you know, the internet back then, what it was, we just downloaded a whole bunch of episodes I, and I, burned them. I thought you, we used your, your, your favorite friend that you like to use, this, the local library. We might have. Either, I, either that or like the modern Napster of that day. My favorite thing about Jeremy is like, what was it? When I came home, uh, he was just like, he goes, oh man, I just... I have so many more movies that I have access to. And he goes, I go, what, how? He goes, I have a friend that I hate, but I still use them. I go, 
like, that's not cool. He goes, don't worry. He doesn't care. It's called the, it's called the Salt Lake Public Library. <laughs> yeah, you could rent any movies from that for, I think back then it was free, right? Yeah, I mean, it still is free, it right? It still is free. But, like, oh, it's just the late fee is much but, higher. And also because everybody knows that you can do it, everybody waits out series uh-huh. and then, yeah. Yep. Anyway. Spin the wheel. All right, spin the wheel. We have 10 category of questions where we're going to ask each other questions that the wheel of mystery gives us. Yeah. That's my explanation this week. So this week we're going to spin the wheel and Brett's up first. And Brett, you've got what would you have done? Okay, so this is a situation that you are going to have to put yourself in. Okay. Okay, with little to no acting ability whatsoever would you choose to play young 10 year old anakin skywalker in the phantom menace or a 18 to 22 ish year old anakin skywalker in attack of the clones so you're saying like i have and i also don't know like how successful the movies are going to be and all that stuff correct you have no idea but just think about also the ridicule that has occurred. But, for, you, but I can't think of those no, things, I, right? I know, but I'm sitting there. I want you to play both mm-hmm. scenarios. I want you to, like, what would you choose? But then think about the scorn that follows also. I don't know if the scorn ever follows the young one, to be honest. Oh. I mean, like, like it, do you know who he is or what he looks like? I don't like? know who he w- is, but he would, like, you know what? I, I'll tell you, I think Jar Jar Binks saved that kid from being, <laughs> yes. like, completely hated. No, hmm. I I mean like I, I mean it would be cool to become a child actor uh-huh. for that aspect and be like oh cool I'm a child actor and I get to be in pod racer and all that stuff, but he only really gets one movie. That is true. So I think for that, and I assume that they would have told the older version of me that I'm going to be in multiple. Uh huh. And you get to make out with Natalie Portman. Yeah. So I'm going with her. I'm not her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with uh, him. Uh, what's his name? I have no Hayden idea. Hayden Christensen. Oh, Hayden Christensen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going with him instead of young Skywalker. Or not young Skywalker. I can't. Oh, man, my Star Wars. Yeah, because if we went with the kid, I just remember him from one other movie, which was Jingle All the Way. He's in that? Yeah. He's, oh, wow. He's Arnold's son in that. So his his career is short-lived. And you're right. His, his uh, portrayal of that character was overshadowed by Jar Jar Binks for sure. <laughs> so I mean, you you you're in a Star Wars movie, you get some bragging rights, but uh-huh, it's not- overshadowed by an even worse character. But I might have to go with the teenager too. Just, I mean, he got some other side gigs as well. Like we don't know what they are, but I know he's been in other movies. Yeah. Taken, I think. He was in, no, Takers, Takers. Oh, I don't know what that is. Some heist movie. I don't know. And he was also in the reboot of Obi or not reboot, but the continuation of Obi Wan. You're right. He isn't doing all the way. His name is Jake Lloyd. Man, I don't. Oh man, he's been a voice actor for a lot of video games. Oh no, he stopped hard cold at 2002. That's yeah. his last. But it, yeah, it was a whole bunch of Star Wars movies, which uh, video games. I mean. Which makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, your his career ended at 2002. There you go. All right. Sorry, I was getting all 
looking <laughs> up him and see what he's all about. All right, now it's my turn, and I get how much? Okay, how much would you need to be paid to have a, a sponsor of your choice and their logo tattooed on your forearm? Like, and it's pretty much all encompassing of your forearm, your elbow to your wrist. So if it's a Nike swoosh, for example, it would just have to be the swoosh. It, I mean, it doesn't have to cover your whole arm, but, you know, a pretty big tattoo. Well, would, like, a sports team count as that? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, yeah, because, like, they sponsor stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, junior jazz and all that other fun stuff. Hmm. What would I? Okay, let me just channel my inner tailor. How much money would this tattoo be for? Because... Well, that's the question is how much. Oh, okay. Not which, but you can you can answer okay. with which tattoo you like. He's, okay, I'm going to go with the tailor answer. It is all for sale. The whole real estate. <laughs> you know, it's going it's to gonna be a NASCAR arm. <laughs> exactly. NASCAR arm. You're going to be get a Trojan tattoo. <laughs> 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 followed by uh the what is it the blue pill or whatever it's called uh-huh. <laughs> just gonna whole awkwardly f- name that arm it's like wow like what's going on with this is this like <laughs> are you inquiring because i have some room over here i, I have free samples this so uh, you know i have a little pocket i put an insert in my arm it's kind of <laughs> weird that i did that but here you go Sample. Safety yeah. first. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, if I had to get a tattoo of something, uh, you know what? I'd go for just a two million. I mean, I, I feel as though I, I could wear long sleeves. Mm-hmm. So it could be any brand of anything. Yeah. And it's just one lump sum of money. No royalties. No royalties. Hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind a, like a Mountain Dew. Oh, I know. Especially tattoo. if I got to like approve the the logo of it, that would be pretty nice. So, would you do old school Mountain Dew? Oh yeah. Or would you do even older school with like that like weird like hillbilly redneck guy? <laughs> no, that one's weird. <laughs> no, just a straight Mountain Dew, and I think I'd get something like that's never been seen before, but yet recognizable by the colors. But Mountain Dew has been my longest love, so that's the only thing I could imagine doing. I'm not going to be greedy either. A million dollars for the real estate here. I'm going to break it down between the two. I say 1.5 (laughs) just because it is a lot of real estate. You know what? Where would you get it now? Would you get on the top of your forearm or the bottom? I think I'd get on the bottom. I'd get on the bottom of my forearm. I don't know. I feel like I'd do it on the top because then I could like when I'm checking my watch, I can be like, like, Mountain Dew time. It's Mountain Dew time. (laughs) It's It's Mountain Dew time somewhere. It's Dew time. I, however, I would double it to have a defunct, like a horrible product. Like, you know, you could have new Coke. I, I, I would double it. It'd be, you know, $4 million. <laughs> Crystal Pepsi. You can do diet here, regular here. <laughs> That's true. You flip it over. It's the two different versions or something. Co- two different Coke types Zero, of classic Coke. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Anyway. All right, Curly, you're up next. All right. All right. And you get what if. All right. You could, what if you could cameo in any movie or show? What would it be? Ooh. Now, either one of them is just one time, like a show, especially one time. One time. Okay. 
So it's something that you want bragging rights, in my opinion, of. And Lord of the Rings would have been cool to, to cameo in, for sure. Even though I saw Steve, well, Stephen Colbert cameoed in um, the, the Hobbit, Hobbit, and I didn't like his cameo. It was just way, like, they gave him too much screen real estate, if you ask me, for not <laughs> having a speaking role. Um, and let's just say you have, if you want, you can have one line in the movie or show, or you can just be in the background, and but you're very present. Okay. So it's not like that. That elbows me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sorry this is which show would it be or movie which show any show any movie this is a hard one because so many um, I, I would have to it would have to be a show that I watched repeatedly I could not be I don't want to be one of those well you know it grossed the most it, yeah. or, or whatever or it won this many awards I because yeah I, I did a, a report in college about my dislike for award winning books because I, you know, they're grammatically correct, but the kids don't enjoy reading them. And I feel as though for the most part, like when you watch the Academy Awards, I, I, I I used to, you know, want to watch all of them or a majority of them. And now it's just like, I haven't heard of half of them and I don't want to watch any of them. Yeah, I know. Right. They need to have the regular people award show. That's what I should call the Reggies. The Reggies. The Reggies. <laughs> it's a little bit close to the Razzies, but you know. The Norms. The Norms. There we Ooh, go. The, the Norms. norms. Uh, oh, man. We missed out on having Norm hosted. That would be great. They'd had Norm McDonald hosting the Norms. That's the Norms. We this should is... have an annual Normie. Oh, yeah. I think that should be a thing. Next I, year, next 2023, we're going to host, or maybe the close out the, this year. I think closing out <laughs> Yeah, let's close out the year with the Normie. That's fair. All right. Okay. So <laughs> I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, I think, because I don't want to be like in an Avengers movie, because first of all, be overshadowed by that of all the celebrities that there are. Be in the background of the scene that, you know, when Robert Downey Jr. dies, you're just like, <laughs> are you okay, Iron Man? And that's my only line. <laughs> you do the Home Alone. <laughs> Yeah. Um, What? I I mean, I'm. Is Lord of the Rings really? I sorry, I gotta pull up my list or something. Okay, while you're pulling up your list, I already have the movie and I have the moment. I would want the cameo in the first Austin Powers, where (laughs) Austin Powers is dancing down the street, and I hate dancing, I hate musicals, but for some reason, I enjoy the whole you know, brigade of random people dancing. The, even the police officers are dancing double flips or whatever. And then they just kind of come out on that street doing that. That's where I would want to cameo right in Austin Powers, right in that scene. That's it. I, I would just in, thoroughly enjoy the entire, the, the movie even more. <laughs> okay. I got to answer for both years, like a TV show and a movie, but I'll tell you which one I'd pick over the two. TV show would be Community. Oh, okay. And then movie would be Dark Knight. But uh, I'm going to pick Dark Knight and I'm going to be one of... Oh, oh, you're going to be the pencil head guy. No, but that'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool. I was thinking I was going to be one of the Joker's henchmen, but they don't really show much of his henchmen. Plus that... Disappearing pencil trick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to be that guy. (laughs) Because first, they're going to have to get me really buff (laughs) to play that part, and which I will enjoy. Because, yeah, he says, like, one line, uh-huh. and then he dies. Uh-huh. Yep, okay. I'm pencil guy. 
What about you? Have you thought about this, Colonel? No, I haven't. But I, I think uh, if I had to do a TV show, I would love to be like on Big Bang Theory or something. Just, oh, I forgot about like, Big Bang. E- even if it was just in the background on like the comic book store. Yeah. Just be like looking at the camera or something. <laughs> yeah. Big Bang and Community now both are now up for battle in my head because like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I so- think I'd, I think I might lean towards Big Bang because yeah. So for me, if I had to do a TV show, and this would just be like, it would be one of those, like, I don't understand what's going on. I would be one of the heads in the background on Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> just cartoon you? Yes. <laughs> Next to Matt Grion- R- Grioning or, yeah. or Richard Nixon. <laughs> or Richard Nixon, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Brett, you get random question. All right. So if you had the choice between forever for the rest of your life you had your face at the age of 17 forever you know the rest mm-hmm. of your body is you know aging or whatever but you ha- you could either choose 17 year old you's face or and because it's unknown 47 year old you's face for the rest of your life 47 um that i mean i wish you would have said body <laughs> No, no. I would have gone with seventeen-year-old body. Nope, I wanted head. <laughs> I, I I wanted something that was more difficult. I'm going. So I still age normal until forty-seven, and I stop. Right? Like no. For, from this point forward, yes. your head. No, from this. Like oh, from, from now, today. From it's today, it, it's either seventeen-year-old use oh, head man. or forty-seven-year-old use head. But until I die. Uh huh. Until you die. Oh, that sucks because I was like, I'd hope I'd progress slowly, but all of a sudden I go to bed tonight, wake up, and I'm 47. Yeah, it's like big, except with your head. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did the, the, the what is it? The oh, the code for, was it NFL Blitz? The big uh-huh. heads code? Yeah. <laughs> Call or, back there. Or you just go up to some sort of like, you know, genie coin reader fortune thing and just like, I wish my head looked like I was younger. And then you just go to bed and you wake up and, your wife's like, ah, what happened? Who are you? Do I get the acne? <laughs> um, because <laughs> I mean, I did have some back then. Acne, dandruff. I mean, uh, <laughs> you're you're gonna have to fight it, but it's still, you know, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be like because you're not 17, because so you don't have like the the, ra- the raging and testosterone okay. and stuff like that. I'm so. going with 17. Final answer. Okay, I- I'm going with 47. 47. 47. Yeah. I, I I think I could pull off the silvery hair and the I I'd rather be a little older than always be mistaken for a seventeen year old. <laughs> I'll be carded. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Going into a radar movie like, hey, I'm old, I'm old enough. I'm seventeen. <laughs> I had to deal with that. Going to the movie theater with him. Yep. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> All right. Brett, what would you pick? Sorry. I would choose 17 and basically because I hate shaving. I did not literally have to like, like by the time I was 17, my sideburns just got a little longer. See, I needed to shave, but I didn't need to shave as much as I do after I was 22, yeah. 23, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. After, about then I had to shave every day. I swear around 24, 25, one day I felt as though I woke up. I'm like, why am I shaving every day? <laughs> All right, so my turn, and I get Desert Island. Okay, if you were stranded on a desert island, what would you rather have? An unlimited amount of books, 
So like you have a Kindle or something like that. Or an unlimited amount of music. I think I know which one you guys will pick, but I'm still curious. I am going to go with unlimited amount of books because I think I would be very pro because if it is Kindle, you still have like access to comics and stuff like that. And I would prefer to have that. I guess that is considered a graphic novel. I didn't even think of that. Plus also like to me, music just exists to listen to in the background while I'm exercising. But now you have the ocean. <laughs> exactly. Now. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was Seagull. That was that was the Simpsons. That's what I know. That was, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, you griddle. Uh, easily. Wait, hold on. It's just a Kindle, no audiobooks. Nope, no audiobooks. Oh. I was gonna. If somebody asked, I already knew. Will Wheaton? A, I know, right? <laughs> Wheaton. Okay, uh, I, I still go with books. I just feel like books are just a form of movies and words. Exactly. And you get to create it all up in it, your mind. Exactly. Music is not entertaining to me personally. I do enjoy it, but it is not entertainment. I don't understand how that works in my head. Do you guys get that? No. And Taylor right now is thoroughly disagreeing with our selection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder what he would pick. I have no idea. He I would, would see. He'd him. pick music because his favorite music is blah, 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 something, something. By smash. Smash. All right. And Krill, you're gonna end us out with Could You Do It? All right. With one million dollars. One million. One million. Could you hide from a bounty hunter for one year? One year. And if you can, you get what's left over from the million dollars. Oh, that sucks. Because I'm gonna be spending, I feel like a good portion of that money from <laughs> So I'm just hiding. Like, like my my, my, my my life is not literally on the line. I don't go to jail. It's like he's, hide and seek. It's like the ultimate hide yeah. and seek. Yep. You get $1 million to start. And however much you have left after one year, you get to keep. So I could essentially call it a year's worth of vacationing. Exactly. Just on the down low. <laughs> oh, I already know how Jimmy's going to do this. He's going to be a homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went, I was thinking more of a, um, what's it called? Cost me 13 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of a hermit this time instead this of a homeless person. I hermit. made money. <laughs> 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 Only chairman. <laughs> Guess what? I got to eat all the pink cookies I wanted. <laughs> man, there's a there's a dumpster behind behind Wendy's. Man, they get good stuff back there. Um, maybe that is good. Now that you bring it up, though, maybe that is a good tactic of not being found. Because if you're homeless, you're living frugal, <laughs> and yeah, you're off the grid more or less. <laughs> It's a possibility. It, it is. But more likely, with a million dollars and having access to that, I'm going to travel to very random places. And you only get 24 hours head start. Okay. I, do I, do they have... So they're bounty hunters. They still have to abide by the law, more or oh less. Yeah. Like, like they, they don't have... They're not like the CIA or FBI who have access to like credit cards and all that crap. So, all right. Yeah, I think I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> So now what's your strategy? Homeless My strategy? Man? No. <laughs> I could go like Thailand or somewhere like, or go to Mongolia. Who goes to Mongolia? Or Kazakhstan, what we talked about last week. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I'll go. <laughs> this bounty hunter will be like, I didn't even think of Kazakhstan. I've never even heard of it. I, I mean, I think I heard that they were rebranding. 
rebranded. Now we don't know the resources of this bounty hunter. I mean, he could have connections to finding how to find you. Okay. Well, I'll get on a cargo ship <laughs> and work my way across this the the pond as they call it, and then work my way that that direction eastward and okay. keep on going. I mean, I think you're better. You know, yeah. This would be this is that's a fun exercise because yeah, if he does have like access and have contacts or whatever, and you just kind of knew that this is a professional bounty hunter, you'd be like, okay, where would be like the le- least likely that he would have a contact? And Wyoming, like, <laughs> Wyoming. <laughs> Idaho, Idaho. And yeah, you you you're right. You'd probably be you know like Manila or something like that, and then from there you get lost on one of the very small islands or you fake your own death <laughs> and then come back after a year and like i'm alive that's Thanks. a fun that, oh <laughs> this is interesting i i'm now really now, now let's change the question of could you do it to would you do it <laughs> yes i think i would i think i think my wife would be also excited for me to go to come back with a million dollars be like don't spend more than a hundred thousand though. It's like okay, I'll try. Just do your homeless thing. Yeah, do your homeless <laughs> thing. Come back and give us the rest of the nine hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Quizzle me this. All right. So quizzle me this. I got some questions for you, hmm. and we have ten questions, and we're gonna see who gets the most. I'm gonna ask each one of you a question, and if you get it wrong. Then I'm going to ask the other person. And whoever gets the most points out of these 10 questions wins. And you just win your own respect. You know what? The satisfaction of winning is all the reward I need. <laughs> okay. We're all winners. Mm-hmm. This. <laughs> Not with that attitude. Quiz. <laughs> <laughs> this quiz is Looney Tunes edition. Ooh. Oh, man. Okay. Some of the stuff, I, I only tried like two questions and I was like, I wouldn't do very well in this. Anyway, first question, uh, we'll start with Brett since you're number one here All today right. for everything. The cartoon short, What's Opera Doc, spoofs the work of what composer? Oh, uh, Tchaikovsky. I have no idea. Nope. Beethoven. I'm you want to take a hit off of this? Riddle? Uh, John Williams. Nope. Richard Wagner. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Who was the star of the first Looney Tunes cartoon, Sink in the Bathtub? I think that's, that's Yeah, this you. is up for you, Criddle. <laughs> Could you repeat the question? <laughs> Who was the star of the first Looney Tunes cartoon, Sinking in the Bathtub? Oh, my. I have no idea. I'm terrible with Looney Tunes. Um, I thought I was good at Looney Tunes until I heard these questions. Yeah. Um, I'll give you like a hint. Like, I feel like I would only be able to answer maybe five of these. Okay. I'm going to pass this on to Fred. Okay, I'm going to go with Daffy Duck. Bosco. Oh, do you know who that is? Because I don't. It's Mm-mm. he was one of the very early ones that just stopped. Um, they stopped using after a while. Mm-hmm. He he looks very animati- animaniacs like. Oh, okay. All right, Brett, you're up. Okay. This is one I think that is possible. Okay. Where does Wiley Coyote do his shopping? Acme. Yes, oh. that is correct. Brett with one point on the board. Yeah. And he wins. <laughs> <laughs> and he wins with one. All right, Cradle, you're up. What 
prolific Looney Tunes voice actor has that's all folks inscribed on his tombstone. <laughs> what actor? Yeah. Which uh, voice actor? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is hard. Hard stuff. Uh John Doe. That is correct. No, it's Mel Blanc. I don't know. No. Did you oh. know who it was? Sorry, I, knew, I skipped I knew, you. I knew the first name Mel, but I couldn't come up with the last name. I skipped you, Brett. Sorry for that. It's okay. All right, Brett. Which villainous character gets his name from a California national park? Yosemite Sam. That is correct. Oh. <laughs> yep, he's getting all the easy ones. Okay, Let me just lay this right up. <laughs> <laughs> Who often implores the audience to be very, very quiet because he's hunting rabbits? Uh, I feel like that was a pretty decent. Yeah, like, that was. That voice. was. Yeah. It helped that they like spelled it out that way too. So I just oh. read it right off that way. I'm trying to remember his name. Um, Elmer Fudd. That is correct. Okay. It's two to one, Brett. All right. All right, Brett. Often uncredited, what actress provided the voice of Granny and Witch Hazel? Oh, I know this uh, voice. Um, I have no idea who this person is, but that's common back in the day. And also, I think she was the witch on the Sword in the Stone, the Disney um, uh, movie. Oh, shoot. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm. I can see that. Um, I don't know. Her name is June Foray. Okay. Okay, Cradle, to tie this up. Michael Jordan joined Looney Tunes crew for what 1996 film? 1996. Leia. What is Space Jam? That is correct. <laughs> okay. Tied 2-2. Two, two. two questions left. Ooh. Oh, it's 2-2-2. Two, two, and two. Okay. We're all winners. Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Which Looney Tunes character was initially shelved after his debut for being too violent for children? Oh, too violent for children? I would say, remember, it says which Looney Tune character was initially shelved. Oh, was initially shelved. I'm going to go with, oh, I'm going to go with Wile E. Coyote. That is incorrect. Oh. Ooh. Cradle for the steel. Too violent? Um... Porky pig. <laughs> Porky Ma- pig. Marvin Martian? Nope. Oh, Marvin the Martian. Oh. You're going to hate you guys for yourself for Bugs this. Bugs Bunny, right? It's Tasmanian Devil. Oh. What? I can see that. I liked him, though. He's one of my yeah. favorite back then. Blah, 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 blah. We got some good voices here. Okay. Griddle. <laughs> what Avion character is often heard singing Camptown Races? <laughs> oh, come on. I don't know if Griddle will get this. I don't think I would have got it. <laughs> I mean, now that I see the answer, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that. Camped. Um, I can hear it in my head. I, I, uh, I don't know. I will Tweety Bird or Tweety Pie, whatever. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. Whoa. Ooh. It is Foghorn Leghorn. Leghorn. Oh. <laughs> That's right. He does say, sing that. I could just hear Tweety Bird. I swear there's one where Tweety Bird sings that. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we're both winners. We're all winners. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't like tires in this. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's pretty useless. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's useless. 
So we're going to end with at least somebody getting a point. <laughs> Back to Brett. What is the name of the Looney Tunes theme song? Um, that's all, folks. Uh, <laughs> it's the Mary. Oh, oh, Mary, Grant, Mary, Mary Go Round broke down. You probably didn't know that, right? Of course not. Yeah. I thought it was Mary Melodies, but okay. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that was that song either. Okay, Criddle. <laughs> Many of the Looney Tunes characters appeared as teachers and mentors in what 1990, sorry, 1990s series? Oh. Ugh. Get this wrong. But, uh, get it wrong. Uh, 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 get it wrong. Nah, pass. Get... <laughs> All right. Tiny Tunes. That is correct. We yeah. have a winner. <laughs> Thank you for on purpose throwing that. <laughs> This is a fun one that I just didn't know. What's the name of Speedy Gonzalez's lethargic cousin? Um, oh, Slowpoke something. Yep. And Dang. they they can no longer use it because it's racist. Slowpoke Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve I, to win. <laughs> good job, Brett. Thank We're all you. proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Draft, draft, boom. Okay, for this week's draft, draft, boom, we are going to draft our Jumanji team, more specifically... The the reboot is it a reboot? There's a continuation. What would you call it? Um, a, I think a continuation reboot. <laughs> anyway, of like uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's uh, character, we're, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have to draft a character to replace him. Where it's like we're casting a new movie. We can't use any of the OG character um, actors, and uh, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Karen Gillian, Gillen. Gillen, my bad. So we have to replace all those. So we only get to pick one from each of those. And whatever one we leave open, the person that's going to pick our boom this week is going to pick that a horrible person to tank our movie that we're making and make our movie less watchable. All right. All right. And Brett's got the first pick. All right. So I think this one I have to go first. Um, I think this will snipe a couple of you. because I don't think anybody else has the rest of mine. I'm going to go with Ryan Reynolds as Jack Black. Oh, Ryan. Oh, that, I, I had that. I could see that. Yeah. Think about him as free guy. And then. Yep. Yeah. I could see that. I, I didn't have that. That was my first. And <laughs> 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 You are next. <laughs> Sucker. Oh no. All right. You're on the clock. Criddle. Okay. Um, we're going to, well, now that Mr. Reynolds is off the board. Um, you could go with Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of a surprise. Okay. Um, for the Kevin Hart role. Okay. okay. I'm going to go with Michael Pena. Oh, yeah. That is a surprise. Michael, no, Michael Pena. Oh, Michael Pena is, um, is he from Ant-Man? Is he yeah. Like, yeah, okay. I was oh, like, okay. I was thinking of Michael Sarah for some reason. No. I was like. I think of Michael Pena's Ant-Man character, and I go, uh -huh. yeah, I think he might be a good Kevin Hart. Yeah, I can see that. Hey, well, they give me the backpack. Why did they give me the backpack, guys? <laughs> I always get the backpack. I, I, except I can see him enjoying the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I can see him hating it at first and then really enjoying yes. it. Yes. Kind of like Kevin Hart. Kind of like Kevin Hart, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. All right, so I'm going to pick the two that I think would be most likely to be taken from me. I'm going to pick Rock. As the Rock's character, I'm gonna pick Terry Crews. Oh, that's, oh, a, that's good a good one. pick. Yeah, I was 
I thought for sure somebody might take that. Nope. Did was it anybody's list? Nobody. Nope. Not, not no. on my list. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. And the next one. Now, kind of similar to your, uh, I'm going to do a Kevin Hart. Um, I can see Michael Pena doing this, but also I can see David Spade doing this. Ooh. David Spade. Interesting. You're very close to who my Kevin Hart guy is. Ooh, and now I'm curious who yours are. You don't have to worry because me and Crit have already picked Kevin Hart. Uh-huh. So you can yeah. wait till the next round if you wanted. Oh, I have the wheel pick, so. Oh, that's right. I was thinking you were up. Criddle. <laughs> Um, I think I might know where you're going with this. Um, for my Jack Black, I'm going to pick Chris Farley. Okay. Nope. Okay. That's that's a good pick for Chris Farley. Uh huh. That is a good one. All right, man. (laughs) Totally missed that. Except it'd be really funny because you know Jack Black's character is I've never seen Chris Farley act like a female. That's the surprise. Yeah. Chris Farley can do anything. Oh yes, he can. If he can be a ninja. He can be a salesman. <laughs> if he can, if he can cross these planes <laughs> to discover America, then he can do just about anything. I could just see him being very similar to Jack Black, just being mm-hmm. so exhausted with the, the desert and just uh-huh. all the hiking and yeah. being feminine. <laughs> that would be hilarious to see. All right, Brett. All right. So for my Dwayne the Rock Johnson character, I'm going to go with Mark Wahlberg. I had him as oh, my backup. Oh. I was like, he would be a good comedic, strong guy, but more strong. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's pretty funny. And I, I, I've been told, I, I'm not sure if it was Taylor, but somebody has br- brought up the, the wrong guys recently uh-huh. yeah, with it was. Will Ferrell and stuff like that. So. And I'm like, I need to rewatch that because maybe I just was not in the mood or something like that. But I feel as though. I didn't e- either. It is as not as it's not as good as I thought it was, or it is as bad as I thought it was. But uh, I do think I deserve that. That or that deserves another revisit. And he, I also like him in the other Will Ferrell one where he like stepdad or whatever. Oh yeah, I haven't seen those yet. Surprisingly, the second one is so with Mel great Gibson, with right? Mel Gibson, and then John Lithgow is Will Ferrell's father. I love. Oh, John Lithgow is such a comedic genius but then he can also play a bad guy. complete psychopath too he's, he's underrated he really is i mean i think third rock from the sun was super underrated i went back and I watched it as an adult i was like oh my gosh this was hilarious yeah yeah all right <laughs> all right so now you got you're on your second pick yep so uh for so my shack black and the rock so you have uh karen and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. So for my Kevin Hart character, I'm going to have Rob Schneider. I thought about him for this that role too. Because yeah, when you when you said what, what you said David Spade, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that is so close to mine. And then when you're like, oh, I think I know where you're going with this. I'm like, oh, he could know where I'm going with this because he has played, <laughs> uh, you know. Who who would he like of all the Rob Schneider's characters? Which one do you think he'd be more like on this? I think do du- uh, Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I can okay. see that. Mm-hmm. It, what, but like, what is his? Does he? He probably is just a little doesn't really care for the backpack, but not like I don't know. I mean, he's gonna be like. It's not that he's gonna hate the backpack. He's gonna be overconfident in <laughs> okay. The backpack. Okay, so he's to the point where he's 
So it's like the 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 starting of his gigoloing where yeah. he's like We've first been... hesitant, but now he's super confident. <laughs> I you mean, give me twenty dollars. <laughs> you give me ten dollars <laughs> or whatever. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's an underrated movie. And I think the only reason that movie's rated R is because, is because of the content. The, the, the content. Because yeah. there is no swearing. There is no, Well, there is swearing. Well, there but no, but not like the massive like F bomb yes. stuff like that that you'd expect from a rated R movie. I think like the only swearing is from the guy that yells out <laughs> randomly throughout the <laughs> That's movie. That's one huge <laughs> yeah. and then the Holy Cow is Bigfoot. <laughs> And then the girl that has Tourette's. Uh-huh. But even her Tourette's Amy, isn't that bad. What's her name? Amy. She's, what's her name's friend? Amy Poehler. Yeah. All right. Uh, Criddle, you have Jack Black and Kevin Hart. So that leaves you with Karen and The Rock. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I just thought of this name for Dwayne Johnson's role. And I'm just going to be pretty obvious and go with Chris Evans. Okay. Oh. All right. I think he can do it. He, I mean, it's so funny because he was known for comedy, and now it's actually kind of hard in my mind to see the comedic oh, humor yeah. in him. Mm-hmm. So Is bring him weird? back. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, that was the whole reason why he didn't want to take Captain America because he was he loved his comedic roles. Yeah, he loved being the uh, what is it called? The comedic, yeah, the comic relief, yeah, comic relief. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's great in Losers. He is great in, uh, I, I love him in, because he does a good straight comedic role in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm-hmm. Obviously he's in another, not another teen movie. And even his Johnny, uh, was Storm? It? Johnny Storm, mm-hmm. even that, he is really good. He was like the main saving grace of that movie. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have liked it as much without him, to be honest. No, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Especially because, you know, you have the invisible, the, the prettiest girl as the invisible woman, and she's invisible. <laughs> so true. <laughs> All right. So that leaves with me. I have my Kevin Hart's David Spade. My rock is Terry Crews. I'm going to, I'll leave whoever, which is Criddle, going to pick my boom. I'm going to let you pick my Jack Black because I'm going to pick my Karen, which is going to be Colby Smulders. Ooh, oh, that's a good one. That is really good. That is a good one. Yeah. I It just came to me when I was thinking about this. This is one of the first names besides Terry Crews. Probably second name came to me. I was like, oh, that's a... She could do the whole... Was it uh, dance fighting? Yeah. All right. And so now I'm giving the boom to Brett, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you've only left me... You'll see Jack Rock... Kevin Hart. So, so you you're my Karen Gillan. Oh man. I'm not proud of this one. <laughs> I just I wish I would have come up with somebody better and I wish you would have let me give you somebody horrible. I won't say it loud because I don't know what anybody else has left. But I wish you had left me the Kevin Hart because I had a really good one with that. Mm. Um gosh. I hate to just him and ha about what it is because I'm not satisfied with what I'm gonna give you, <laughs> and it just one of I'm gonna uh, I'm just gonna give you Whoopi Goldberg. That's what I'm giving you. That's Ooh. the one I'm not proud of. I'm not Ooh. proud of it. That's that's not bad. That's very similar to my Karen Gillan that I have lined up. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, Criddle. All right, so I'm give giving, it to me. I'm gi- <laughs> give it to me. Ooh. 
<laughs> give it to you hard. Okay. <laughs> give me your, your best Jack Black. All right. Come on. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Donald Trump. Oh, <laughs> as a female? As a female? <laughs> I would pay good money to see this. <laughs> you know, the funny thing was, is, so before we were recording, I was I, I had a guy locked and loaded for all the male characters, and it would have just improved all of your teams, and that was going to be Nick Cage. <laughs> I, I thought about Nick Cage when I kept saying The Rock. I was like, oh, Nick Cage. That increases at what, 20%? Yeah. Like uh, William Fickner? <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking, who would who would Nick Cage be the best at, though? I think Nick Cage would be the best at... I, I mean, he would be the, the, the worst best at the Dwayne, the, uh, yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Um, I, I, would, I would love to see him as a Jack Black. Yes, that would I would, be too. hysterical. Yes. I mean, he's got the swagger from, like, was Con Air. Uh-huh. Just, like, the long hair, just... <laughs> this plane's going down. <laughs> he gets eaten by a, a hippo in the very first scene. Yeah. Isn't that him, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On my movie, you get to see Donald Trump being <laughs> eaten by a hippo. <laughs> so, you know, even more reason for people to come to my movie. All right. Um, so that leaves me, Brett, with giving Criddle his boom, and oh, you are no. giving I, I think Karen, Karen as well. So I'm going to give you. So it's very similar to Whoopi Goldberg. Wanda Sykes. Oh my oh. gosh. <laughs> I would rather watch Wanda than Whoopi. Wanda is... She's got sass. She's got a lot of sass. I would love to see her dance fighting. <laughs> well, oh, let's, let's not miss out on like the love interest here. So, so you would have Wanda Sykes and Chris Evans. Is like the <laughs> love interest. I would have Donald Trump and Terry <laughs> Crews. Oh no 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 no! Oh never no. mind. That was Colby Smulders. Oh yeah, Colby Smulders and Terry Crews. Hey, that, that works. Okay, that, that works. works yeah. And Brett, you have Whoopi and uh, Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think Wanda Sykes and Chris Evans is still the yeah. weirdest. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I got some honorable mentions though. All okay. Right. Okay. So for the Kevin, for the these aren't booms, but for the Kevin Hart role, I had Ben Stiller. Oh, that's a good one. And Chris Tucker. I heard you say, I heard hey, Chris Tucker's a good one, actually. Yeah. I heard you say Ben Stiller out loud when you were playing. Yeah, I, was like, I was wondering if you heard that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know. And want then to. for the Dwayne Johnson role, John Cena. I thought about him, but I was like, I teetered back and forth whether or not he was a boom or if he was good. Yeah. He's kind of working on his comedic role. Uh huh. So, and then I also had Vin Diesel and Jason Momoa. Who'd you have them for? Dwayne Johnson's. Okay. Vin Diesel would be interesting. Jason Momoa. That would, I can see Jason Momoa pulling it off. For for Karen's, Scarlett Johansson, Gal Gadot, Mia, Mia Jovovich, uh-huh. and Evangeline Lilly. Oh, Millie Jovovich would have been good too. Yeah. And then for Jack Black's, Ryan Reynolds, Adam Sandler, Neil Patrick Harris. I had Neil. Who'd Ooh. you have him for? Uh, Jack Black. Me too. I had Neil Patrick for. And Jack Michael Black. Richards. Oh, that's that's a good one. Michael Richards, is Kramer. That, that's Kramer. What I thought. For uh, Jack Black, for that'd Jack be Black. weird, but yeah, <laughs> he'd have to like enter the room like Kramer all the time. <laughs> Imagine him once again being eaten by a hippo. Exactly, <laughs> and then he comes back to life. When he comes whoa. back to life, that'd be like whoa. <laughs> okay, my honorable mentions are: I was gonna pick Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg as my second for Rock. Um, my booms for though. Mar- 
the rock we're gonna be like arnold schwarzenegger or john Hedder. okay okay uh steve buscemi was a backup for kevin hart for me okay i thought that could work as weird but it could work um the boom i was hoping you would leave me for kevin hart you'd leave that way open brett would be martin lawrence oh because yeah i just uh don't appreciate the guy Uh, Jack Black. I had Chris Pratt, but I wanted heavier Chris Pratt. I was like, can we go back in the day where he puts on some Parks and Rec. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris was my also on there. My boom for him would have been hilarious. I feel Jeff Goldblum. Because <laughs> imagine him being a female, a male playing a female. I, I, I don't think there's really anything left to the imagination. I mean, just watch him in some of the movies and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> I actually considered Neil Patrick Harris as the Dwayne Johnson if uh-huh. he got really ripped because uh-huh. he can he can really get that cocked eyebrow going oh, yeah. and he kind of has some of that swagger from mm-hmm. like How I Met Your Mother, like just I think I think he might be able to pull it off. I see. And then the last one I had for Karen was Sam Hayek. Interesting. I sadly I only had I I have my if I would have gone Karen Gillan my pick would have been Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, okay. okay. And then I, I was banking on nobody picking Mark Wahlberg, and I had you picked him, it would have like destroyed me. Well, I'm, I was too happy with Terry Crews to pick yeah. Mark. Terry Crews is like a solid pick. And yeah. because I like had the first round draft pick, I knew I had to run away with Ryan Reynolds as the first one, and so <laughs> um, my Chris and uh, my not my Kevin Hart other pick would have been Chris Rock. Yeah, I thought about Chris Rock for Kevin Hart. I thought that would be funny. <laughs> it was funny. I was like, Dan- Danny Glover would be funny on this, or Donald Glover. Donald the, Glover, yeah. The, the, but I was like, oh, he's a number two. <laughs> but I didn't even think of Danny Glover. You know what we should have done? We should have gone... Danny Glover fi- is in the second one. No, we, but like... Um, we should have gone oh, five the, rounds, and we should have done the, uh, the Jonas oh, Brother. The Jonas, Jonas Brother. Uh, the, no, what is... Um, isn't his name Danny Glover instead of Donald Glover? Um, the guy on Community, the great so, Bambino. Um, not the no the what's his name the oh man. Like D- Danny Glover. Glover. Danny Glover is Lethal Weapon. Donald Glover is Community. Oh, okay, yes, it's hard to yep, yeah. There it is. Yep, Donald Glover. I don't know. He could have. Yeah, his Community version could have played Kevin Hart pretty well. Oh, Juno you know be good. The guy who plays uh, Abed uh-huh. as uh, the Jack Black character. That'd be funny. Yeah, he could do a good job. And then Joe McHale could possibly yeah. pull a. You could Dwayne. recast the community yep. crew. Mm-hmm. That that's what the and the movie needs to be. And Britta, <laughs> would, Britta would she be uh, Karen, or would you pick um, what's her name Annie? Well, so if we're re- if we're basically doing and a movie, car- casting these people as their community selves, but in the the fictional world of jumanji it has to be britta yeah because that would just be too funny it's the love interest and then of course and then the um the jonas brother would be the other chick um annie yeah annie chevy chase be in this at all would he be would he be the bad guy chevy chase would have to be the bad guy (laughs) or if he did number two i could see i could also see abed being the um no, what's her name? Dark Abed. Dark Abed. Dark Abed. <laughs> Dark Abed. Being uh, what's her name? Aquafina. 
yeah. his character. Mm-hmm. And then who was out? Oh, Dean. Who would the Dean would actually have to be the villain? Oh, oh yeah, that would be good. Yep. Mm-hmm. And his minion would be the human. And then you gotta throw Chang into this too. Oh. Chang would have to be like one of the in the second one. It would be have to be one of those people that is like hunting them down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Anyways, that'd I, be fun. I also had some booms uh, rec, or uh, some honorable mentions for booms. So Paul Rubens as the Jack Black character. Who's Paul Rubens? Pee Wee Herman. Oh, oh, I didn't know his real name ever. <laughs> for Kevin Hart, Polly Shore. Okay. Or, wow. Yeah, or, that would have been horrible. But good, actually. Or Patton Oswald. Oh, I thought about Patton Oswald. I didn't write him down, but yeah. And then uh, for the Dwayne Johnson character, Hulk Hogan. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I can see it working, but being a B movie, a hundred percent. As soon as you cast him, it's a B movie. That's what we need to do for our next like draft, draft boom. Like create a like do this except B movie cast. Just B-movie make the cast. ultimate B movie cast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm down with that. And then for Karen, I for Taylor, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> oh, that would have been a great boom for Taylor. And then uh Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> oh. uh, Do you know what now that you said the Rosie O'Donnell and I'm kind of going down that uh size? Um what's her name that is, Jenny McCarthy? No, is that her name? Uh Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. She would be she would actually be a funny like she'd be a good one, actually. Yeah, she would. Because I put that down as a boom first, and then I was like, no, she's actually she does pretty I, well. I think it depends, uh, honestly. I feel as though if you let her will fail, fail yeah. herself, it, it's not yeah. t- tolerable. Yes. And for those Correct. who don't know, will fail yourself means that you're just, the director's probably just letting him go unscripted. Exactly. It's like, okay, we're, this is point A. You're at point A, get to point B, and go. <laughs> and that's how he destroys most of his movies. But an actor that does really well with that would be Robin Williams. Oh, yes. yes. I mean, Aladdin was the whole reason why they couldn't even get a best what is it original script screenplay is because he rewrote most of it so i mean he's a fantastic um like when one of my favorite episodes of whose lines anyway was when he was on and i could not stop laughing throughout the whole episode so Hmm. highly recommend i'm gonna have to track that down it's on hbo well i know the new ones are i don't know if the old ones are okay all right, now it's time to move on to our one recommendation. All right. So my one recommendation. So I, I don't know if this is still available on Comixology or whatever it's now called because uh, Amazon completely absorbed Comixology. But uh, I, at one point in time, had, or not one point, I still do, but I don't know if it's still available. I checked out for free on Comixology the first two graphic novels comp- compilations of Daredevil written by Chip Zdarsky. Like it is like, I am so engrossed. I, I picked it up basically because Chip Zdarsky is now writing for Batman. And I read the first issue of like Batman 125 and I was just blown away by how well it was. I saw that he'd previously done Daredevil and he started it like, what is that? Like 2018 or whatever. It is amazing. Daredevil is framed for murder. Fisk is the mayor of Hell's Kitchen. And I am like just amazed by not only the art, but also the story that is going in. I, you know, if you have Marvel Unlimited or if you do have Comixology or whatever it's called now, I see if it's available there. But yeah, that was that one okay. right there. 
Yep. It says Daredevil tw- 2019 to present. So yeah. 36 issues. It is. It looks like I'm following it. And, you, and it's on my library. Uh, it is to read. It actually. is good. It is very good. I, I'm very impressed. And, you know, me being a DC guy, that speaks volumes because I, I, I like Marvel movies. I don't like most Marvel characters. I can see that. Not to go off on a tangent, but what do you, how do you feel about all the stuff happening with DC right now? You know, I'm actually fine with everything. I, I, I loved the first two seasons of Titans. The third season was kind of iffy. And I, I, I do like, I hated Hawk and Dove, those two characters. And when they killed off Hawk, I was actually sad. I didn't think that they would get me sad for a character that I hated. And they did. So they did a good job. But I, I stopped watching Doom Patrol after the first series because it just, I felt as though it went nowhere. It was constantly an episode that led to another episode that went nowhere. Like the entire thing was you're trying to find the doctor and it felt as though it was, un, it was like secondary. Swamp Thing was amazing. Sadly, because of tax credits and the ex- sheer ex- cost of it, they had to cancel after the first season. And so, and then of course, I, I loved, and I've raved about the Harley Quinn series. I'm done with Harley Quinn for, and I've only two episodes in on season three. I feel as though they basically, like people were liking it and rating it really high. And so they're like, you know what? We're not even going to like monitor anything. Go nuts. And now they're going completely nuts, but way over the line. You know, it's okay to like, you know, go over, but kind of reel yourself back. I feel as though they've gone over and then extended themselves and I don't like it. So you know what? Scrap so much of it. Like I, I'm fine with them scrapping it. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm very, I'm looking forward to Black Adam. I'm looking, I'm thoroughly looking forward to Shazam too. I saw the trailer for that and laughed hysterically for it. Um, I'm interested in, and I've heard this is what I've heard from people who've uh, or who have reviewed or seen some test screening footage of the Flash movie. They say that that is breathtaking, and so I'm kind of excited for Flash, even though Ezra Miller is a creep. How's he a creep? I have no idea who he is. He is not a good person. Oh really? <laughs> He's insane. Oh okay. What else <laughs> has he done? Um. He was in the Justice League. He's really... Oh, you're talking about the actor? Yeah, the actor. Oh, the actor. Uh-huh. Okay, I thought you were talking about the director. No. Um, but uh, I'm actually... I stopped watching... I, I love the Suicide Squad movie. I, please, more James Gunn in the DC universe because... Are you I, talking about number two? Yeah. Because I feel as though... James, like, James Gunn did a great job with Guardians of the Galaxy, but he was not allowed to do rated R stuff. I feel as though the Suicide Squad movie, they were just like, you know what? You have no limits. Go nuts. And he was just like, boom. See, and I didn't like either of the Suicide Squads. Oh, really? I, I loved the second but one. But I did like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's one of my favorite. Second movies. one, second Suicide Squad. So great. I love it. I Oh, I love Polka Dot Man. <laughs> love Polka Dot Man so much. Yeah. I'm still not a big fan of most DC movies. I mean, Shazam was probably my number one. Well, Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yes. But I'm talking about, like, I guess modern. But yes, Dark Knight is number one by it, for all comic book movies, period. Well, I mean, the Snyder Cut was 
significantly better. It was significantly better, but to me, original. it's a three-hour movie, right? It is. Yeah. Four. I thought that the first two hours or whatever, the first three hours or two hours were yeah. boring to me. And I thought the last hour barely made up for all the journey yeah. I went through. See, I like it. And here's the here's one of the reasons why I like it. When uh, So many years ago, we were, uh, I was sitting there down with my friends. And after I, as I was getting ready to leave, my friends are just like, okay. And they turn, you know, my friend turns to his wife. He's like, all right, let's, let's plop in, you know, extended Lord of the Rings and let's pick up where we left off. And I go, wait, what freeze (laughs) where you left off. And they're like, yeah, you know, it's, it's only three and a half hours and stuff like that for the, you know, what is it? I can't remember which one it was, but they're just like, yeah, we just like, you know, watch 40 minutes and then we hit pause. I go, what? Like, are you psychotic? How do you watch movies and just, oh, we're at the 45 minute mark. Okay, let's push pause and then just like turn off the TV and walk away. Like, but to me, the Justice League movie, the beauty of the Snyder Cut is once you get to one of those chapters, you can just be like, pause and then just walk away. Back in the day, they used to have the flip, change the disc. <laughs> yeah. Um, turn it, turn over. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I do that now. I get that as as somebody with kids and all that stuff that I don't have enough time to ever watch a full movie in one full go. I wish. What well, is definitely true that when you watch a movie, especially something as long as Lord of the Rings, and you pause it and you watch it another day, it dramatically lowers the, yes. the quality mm-hmm. of it. It does. And I mean, to, in all fairness, I did that to the Snyder Cut. I had to. I watched it in two, okay. in two viewings. That's fair. All right, I'll give my recommendation. My recommendation has to do with it's football season and it's college football time, and I am excited for the Utes to play Florida this Saturday. So um, by the time you're hearing this, you'll have known if Utah lost or won, and I'll be sad or happy (laughs) because that will probably dictate how the season, season will go. So I go whatever team you root for, but I'm going for the Utes, and I love college football, so I like all teams. I like watching them all. I don't, well, I enjoy watching them all. I do not like all of them. I don't like Ohio State. I don't like Bama. I hate all the dynasty teams, in other words, just because I just don't like the same teams winning over and over again. It's kind of boring. And that goes for any sport. And then there's me who's just like, I just want Ohio State to lose all the time. (laughs) I I want them to constantly be O and whatever the games they're playing. And see, I'm really sad that what's his name? Um, Wow, forgetting the coach of Alabama's name. Nick Saban? Yeah. He signed a contract for up until 2030. And I'm just like, let's just get rid of you, please. And I'm I'm sure all the Alabama listeners are like, no, he's the greatest thing ever. So sure. Just a side note before you know, Tim goes with his. So a couple of years ago, because I was looking at going into radio broadcasting, if you ever want to get any of your kids sucked into the team that you like, there was a, a radio host that told the best way of basically brainwashing your kid to liking the team that you like. And it is, to me, it is pure genius. I, I hope to do this to my future kids. <laughs> so what you do is every single Christmas, you know, obviously he gets Christmas presents from you, maybe your wife, maybe family, Santa Claus. And then one pre- Christmas present is from the coach <laughs> of your favorite team. 
That's hilarious. And once they start, and you know, once they start getting older, they're just like, hey, he go, you know, because this is what his dad did to him. Because he, he was, and the reason why I remember this is you said it with Alabama, because that's what it was. It was Alabama. And he's just like, hey, you know, Coach Saban, you know, he, you know, he heard that you are a great kid and he got this for you for, for, for Christmas. And he's just like, you know, after a while, he's like, I can't believe the coach of Alabama did this for. And then, of course, that coach got fired. And so the next coach, <laughs> the next coach is just like, well, this coach still heard how great you are. And so he's like just was brainwashed into liking Alabama just because he constantly got a Christmas present from the coach of Alabama about the time that he realized he knew any better. He found out what his dad was doing is like, so dad, like, am I no longer going to get like a gift from the coach of Alabama. He's like, Oh no, you're going to get a, you're going to get a gift, but now you know, it's from me. So <laughs> is it like finding out you're adopted or something like that? Basically, at that point? Yeah. <laughs> or I guess maybe the equivalent of Santa's not real. But yeah, I was just like, Oh, that is kids listeners. He's, he's real. <laughs> that is so genius on how to brainwash your kid to liking whatever team you like. That is pretty genius. Okay, so my recommendation uh, is, is not brainwash your kid. <laughs> maybe a little bit um, with mine. Um, I recommend going to the movie theaters. Support your local movie theaters. Keep them alive. Um, I think was it this weekend is National Cinema Day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it is. It's and so it's Saturday. like it's like three dollar tickets mm-hmm. to movies. So go support. Go to. It's an experience. Keep the movie theaters alive. So are you an IMAX person or standard? Would you like? I, I, I do thoroughly enjoy IMAX. The first IMAX movie I ever saw was with Jeremy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and mine too. And it was The Dark Knight. The and it was the greatest movie amazing. of all time to see in IMAX. I swear the place we sat at. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I felt like we were on a balcony. We were. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, maybe I made this up. Because we're on the first row of a balcony that kind of puts you in the middle of this IMAX theater. <sighs> And every time they did one of the IMAX shots, because not all the shots were IMAX filmed yeah. or whatever, but whenever he was on top of a building or something, it was IMAX. And I'm like, oh, I don't feel so safe right now. Yeah. That that first opening shot of the Dark yes. Knight where it's just over the city. And we were on the balcony like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it was so oh. big. It was great. But it was awesome. Interesting. Yeah. My first IMAX experience was Sahara. That's a good movie, though. Not Dark Knight. No, no, not not Dark Knight. No, no. Especially when they pull a, what is it? Uh, Panama? Panama. Yeah. <laughs> I was, that was on TV the other day and I was like, oh, I haven't seen this movie forever. But hmm. yeah, I like IMAX if I can get them, but I'm not yeah. picky. So just out of curiosity, are you a get there if you can get there on time or you need to be butt in seat because you can't miss a second of the preview? Well, I now nowadays you you have to pick your seats. Mm-hmm. So really, there's no line. It's you get your tickets ahead. I mean, I I'm the kind of person that's like, okay, based on how long the movie is, I make sure the bladder's empty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I make sure I have my my treats, and I'm like ready. Do to Do you go. sneak in treats or do you buy them at the stands? Uh, a little bit both. <laughs> <laughs> I still sneak them in. Oh yeah, I'm not paying like. Yeah, five bucks for goobers or something like that. uh Depending on what movie theater it is, like when I was living in Idaho, it was uh, the the movie theater was really cheap, Mm -hmm. and so it was like five bucks for a bucket of popcorn. Oh, that's unlimited refills. Oh, that's really nice. So I was like, yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, I for me, movies these days is like if I can get there early, I want to be there before the first 
trailer, yeah. but most times these days I am late. I mean, I feel like the movie trailers are part of the movie too. Yeah, like, I agree. Especially if it's a new release. And I hate the person that still doesn't respect the fact that the trailers have started and they're still looking at their cell phone. It's uh-huh. like, close your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Technically, the experience has started. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> I, I guess, you know, and I, I still, I totally agree with you, but I guess in their defense, the lights have not totally true. gone down. I get their point. That's why I don't have a, I like, will never say anything, but it's started. <laughs> now, if the movie started, that's when I start like flames. <laughs> On the side of your face. Yep. So, because uh, the reason why I ask is me and Jeremy would always make sure that we were there early and we loved watching the movie th- because like we would just kind of like lean over to one another and be like, awesome Mm -hmm. or if it was a bad mood like trailer we would make fun of it the entire time Mm -hmm. okay and and so i i i love that experience of either thoroughly enjoying a trailer with somebody and just you know get the that is awesome or you know the first cringy scene you just kind of like do like a whose line is it anyway commentary on the whole thing so (laughs) Yeah, the whole and the whole picking seats things really changed everything. Like it's because I remember back in the day when you had to like stand in line for hours just to get in to see a movie. And oh, yeah. the last oh, movie, yeah. last movie I saw at midnight, where I was like outside waiting in line, was I think The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, I wish that was my last midnight one. I don't even know if I've ever been to a midnight one. To be honest, my last midnight one was the second time I saw. The Village. <laughs> oh. I mean, I have seen movies at midnight, but it wasn't the opening night. Like the I've the last midnight movie I actually saw was uh, Sin City, and <laughs> I remember looking around and going, "Why are there little kids here <laughs> at midnight?" Do you know what my quote for the opening quote was almost going to be? What was that? And it's not Sin City, but is it, toilets are yeah. funny. <laughs> I've debated numerous times to quote that. Have you ever seen that movie? It's uh, the spirit. The spirit. Long time. And did you know that the 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 spirit guy? That's Harvey um, Specter from Suits. No, that's him. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. But no, and Scarlett Johansson's in that, and I just love that Samuel Jackson plays like a Nazi. Uh huh. That in itself is hilarious. Anyway, all right. Well, that's it for our podcast. You guys have yourself a fantastic week. Get yeah, get. Yeah.